Did you know that each episode of the Digitally Irresistible podcast is recorded on video? You can access the video by clicking the episode notes on your podcast player. Scroll to the bottom of the notes and click on the video link. Or just visit the iCore YouTube channel. You're listening to the Digitally Irresistible podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people. Brought to you by iCore. Each episode features someone who sheds a little more light on the ins and outs of delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. And now, here's today's guest. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast. I'm your host, Bernie Borges. Today's guest is Brian Wagner. Welcome, Brian. Thank you. I really look forward to today's conversation, Bernie. Likewise, Brian. Brian, you have over 20 years of global operating and consulting experience at organizations ranging from startups to private equity to Fortune 500 companies in various high-tech industries, including SaaS, medtech, medical devices, diagnostics, and life sciences tools. And as founder and CEO of Health Insights Consulting Group, you help small companies grow to become big by transforming organizations to meet changing customer needs. In addition to previously holding Fortune 500 Chief Digital Marketing and Operations Officer roles, you have expertise in digital marketing, product development, commercial operations, and M&A. You've led both growth and cost reduction operational improvement efforts across industries as well as global marketing organizations overseeing product and go-to-market strategies. Brian, on this episode, I'm excited to discuss with you what it takes to stand up a digital marketing ecosystem in healthcare in order to improve the customer experience and to reap many benefits in the business. But first, Brian, let's briefly begin with your backstory. Tell us your backstory. How did you get to where you are today? No, happy to do so, Bernie. And by the way, thanks so much for our kind introduction. When I hear it, uh, I almost get a little bashful. Um, you know, my backstory really is right out of college, I was looking to find a job that was focused on sales and marketing. I started with a consumer packaged goods company for five years and then got recruited by this small entrepreneurial company in healthcare and literally learned the business from the ground up. So I called on the interventional radiologist, interventional cardiologist, vascular surgeon, and truly built a passion for saving and improving lives. And from there, I transitioned into general management roles, marketing leadership roles. And from that perspective, I really thought customer because I had also walked in the steps, understanding their unmet clinical challenges, their unmet customer needs. And from there, I could really help focus on improving patient care, improving the customer experience, while reducing the cost to serve. And that's just truly been a passion of mine ever since. And that's really grown into the ability to create dollars that otherwise don't exist as a result too, while pursuing my passion around saving and improving lives. That's awesome. It's a great backstory and it really speaks to um, your passion for this industry. And, and again, improving the operational efficiencies while also uh, saving and improving lives. So, Brian, we've agreed to, to discuss the three business functions that warrant digitizing for improved CX and operational efficiency, specifically in healthcare. Mm -hmm. So those, those three business functions are who is the customer's team, how does the customer order, and then how does the customer get training? 
So let's go through each one of those, beginning with the first one, the yeah. customer's team. Why don't you unpack that for us? Well, I think it's very important for the audience to understand when you think customer, you want to address their unmet needs, their unmet customer needs. And in my case, being deep into healthcare, it was all around improving the customer experience as it pertained to servicing the customer. So I happened to be in an industry where it was very complex. We didn't sell one product or one solution. We sold multiple products, multiple solutions. So it wouldn't be unheard of for you to have not one sales representative, but upwards of 10. The same around clinical specialists, as well as service after the sale to keep the products and services that we've sold to you current and up to date. And one of our key learnings is our customers kept telling us, gosh, it's so hard to do business with you guys. We got to go up to go over to go down half the and, time. And, and Brian, when you say customer, you're referring to um, like a customer within the healthcare ecosystem, not a provider like a hospital system, right? Yes. I'm actually referring to all customers. So I tend to work for companies that provide services and solutions in the healthcare space to actual uh, healthcare providers. So think of it this way. I do med tech, medical devices. I do capital equipment that does diagnostic type products. Those are the products, services, and solutions that I actually market uh, to the, the customer base. And in our instance, the customer base is acute care centers. It's a fancy word for hospitals, as an example. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, okay. And that feedback was, you know, I just want to connect with my sales rep because I've got a question and I don't know who to call, or I've got this product and we don't know who the clinical specialist is in order to answer some technical questions, or our product actually is, is not working and we need it to be serviced such that it can in fact be working. The old way of doing it was having to pick up the phone, make multiple phone calls, uh, leave voicemails, have to wait to hear back. And it was just cumbersome. And through that customer insight, we literally stood up what I called an end-to-end -end digital ecosystem platform where the customer can literally go online, sign in with a, a, a secure customer portal, their personal business email, along with their personal password, and up will come my team, my orders, and my education. And through there, they can literally online go in and complete jobs, get things done. So they literally can go in and figure out who's my sales rep, who's my clinical specialist, who's my service provider, email, phone number, picture of who they are. And it literally enables them to go in and do that without having to reach out to multiple different contact points and then have to sit and wait to get a response. Fantastic. So I can certainly see how digitizing that certainly would make it a lot more efficient and just a better experience for the customer. Optimize your customer experience through digital transformation with iCore. From robotic process automation to conversational AI, we're leading the way in digital CX. Smile with iCore. Learn more at iCore.com. So, Brian, you've just addressed that first uh, pillar, if you will, that business function of the customer's team. You've alluded to the two others already. Why don't you begin to unpack the second one for us? And that is, in that environment, when customers are placing orders, how do you actually digitize it in a way that makes it more efficient for them? 
Yeah. And before I touch on to that, again, one of the big things is improving the customer experience while reducing the cost to serve. So now imagine because they can go online and actually identify who they need to engage, that is more productive for them, more efficient for them, but it actually reduces our cost. Because historically, they would call a customer service center that needs to be manned by a person. So we had to staff that up. By doing this, we can actually reduce our staffing for those types of individuals and better direct those resources to better serve the customer. Once they have, in fact, engaged, once they've ordered, now they're in the process of needing to have the product shipped because we do deal with customers that are in the acute care centers or hospitals. More often than not, if it's a capital equipment purchase, they need to arrange for construction, you know, within the hospital. They need to arrange for um, standing up and educating uh, the customer on the new applications. So the ability to go in digitally and first research what it is they need. So when you say my orders, historically, nobody would ever purchase a capital equipment purchase uh, without going through a sales rep or talking with a live human being. But because we were able to stand up that digital ecosystem platform end to end, they now can go online, whether it be pre-purchased, building top of funnel awareness, doing research, figuring out what they might need, then getting into the purchase phase, the ability to actually click and buy online and actually do a transaction. They can do that middle of the day, middle of the night, doesn't matter. They can do it when they want, how they want. And once that's done, you think about the post-purchase experience. So the ability to go back in and through my orders, not only track your order to understand when it's going to arrive for construction and install, but also to pre-plan to be able to train your sales organization, or excuse me, your technologist organization to better understand how the equipment is used. And that never was possible before. Yet those were the huge pain points for our customers because things would either be on back order, that we would tell them a certain date, but it wouldn't arrive because something would change. And it was extremely frustrating to the customer. But this was a way to empower the customer, to improve their customer experience. But again, going back to reducing the number of phone calls, either to the sales rep, to the customer service center, that was just non-value added, non-productive. And so this was a way, again, to streamline that process, but also reduce the cost to serve just by the ability of tracking orders. And you, you, you mentioned that this is a, an unmet customer need. So how did customers respond to this? Or maybe said differently, Brian, how did customers adopt this new way of actually engaging with your organization? Well, nothing is ever easy. And people don't know what they need until they actually start to see it. So it required a lot of marketing, uh, hand-holding in terms of what an ideal end-user experience could be and should be. But once that was brought forward, it was like wildfire. Everybody was like, oh my goodness, this is making my life so much easier. I can actually be much more productive and I can go on and focus on things that really matter, patient care as opposed to doing administrative paperwork type things. And the mere fact that they could self-correct and do what they needed, when they needed, how they needed, was a huge win. And it was a true differentiator in the marketplace too. Many of our customers, they buy from our competitors. And yet our competitors didn't have these features, functionality, these capabilities. And believe it or not, I would always say we were the best product in the marketplace. 
But if you keep it real, yeah, there's other competitors have really good products, but we would capture net new, new business because the way in which we were conducting business, it was easier. And therefore, in many instances, even if we didn't have the best products or services or solutions, customers were gravitating to us because it was a much easier process and they could just get things done and move on as opposed to be frustrated and constantly do the back and forth. So from that perspective, truly the customer experience was improved, but we actually grew our revenues as a result as well. Fantastic. You mentioned uh, customer training. We, we identified that really as the, the third business function and you've alluded to that. So why don't you unpack that? Well, what does that look like in this digitized world? Yeah. So historically, how was it done uh, in the analog world? Generally speaking, you'd order something, uh, you'd call up your clinical specialist, you'd schedule some training, they'd come out, um, they would provide you the education on the software applications, maybe for capital equipment or how the actual product or, or solution was supposed to be executed upon. And that generally required a lot of back and forth. And it also required a high cost to serve because in those instances, a lot of it was in-person, face-to-face live. So there's travel involved, there's you know hotels, there's coordination. Whereas in the digital world, we literally were able to reach out to customers sight unseen in a variety of geographies. Could be South America, could be Central um, U.S., North America, it could be Indonesia, never even seeing these customers, being able to do transactions online from pre-purchase to purchase. But now in the post-purchase phase, when they do in fact need education and training, the ability for, again, them to go into that secure sign-on portal and actually schedule their training or their education and do it virtually. So we've actually made transactions north of $250,000, which would have been unheard of in healthcare and done everything virtually online from not only placing the order, again, my orders, tracking my orders, being able to do e-commerce, but also my education. So once the product does ship to them, if they've in fact done the install, done a lot of the pre-training, if they have employee turnover, new associates that need training, the ability for them to just go in and virtually do it is now within the power of their capabilities as well. And truly reducing the cost to serve, because again, we're not scheduling flights and the hotels and the coordination of all that. But most importantly, it's more effective and efficient for the customers because they can go back and constantly replay those episodes and really get what they need. And we've done it in a way that we also have live capabilities, too. So you can, in fact, go in and schedule. And if you don't want the virtual experience, you can have the live real world experience as well. And that truly has just been a home run for us in terms of improving customer experience, reducing our cost to serve, but ultimately delighting our customers on an ongoing basis. While increasing revenue at the same time. So Absolutely. It, it sounds like uh, a trifecta, although um, perhaps even better than a trifecta because you're really hitting on all cylinders. That is fantastic. Well, Brian, uh, f- great job on explaining this, the, the whole concept of digitizing an improved CX experience uh, in healthcare to just improve operational efficiency. Uh, before we get to our final and fun question, where would you like to send our viewers and our listeners to learn more about you, your organization, and what you've got going on? No, absolutely. I think the easiest way to find me is online uh, through LinkedIn. Uh, so my handle is Brian James Wagner on LinkedIn. So you can 
certainly do a real quick search and you can learn and read up a lot about my uh, background and history and my experiences and truly how I've helped, you know, small companies grow to become large and continue to focus and think customer and really solve uh, their pain points uh, and really delight the customer, both from a pre-purchase, purchase and post-purchase phase, but doing it in the more modern era of digital engagement versus the the old way, the old way of, of what I call push marketing, tech spec feature benefit versus the new way, which is pull marketing, really meeting the customer where they are and solving uh, their challenges um, day in, day out. Uh, to where they can complete jobs, get things done, and continue to focus on the things that matter, which are truly patient care, uh, helping to save and improve lives and, and improve outcomes as a result. Terrific. Well, Brian, I do want to cover our last question with you. It is a tradition here on the Digitally Irresistible podcast. We always want to know when you're not working, what do you like to do for fun? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Uh, me and the family love to travel. I've got two small daughters and pre-COVID, we would go here, there and everywhere. But for obvious reasons, when COVID hit, we kind of needed to hunker down. But just this year, most recently for spring break, I had the opportunity of taking the girls out to Hawaii, uh, Honolulu to visit Pearl Harbor and then taking a puddle jumper over to Maui and doing the, the road to Hana. Um, swimming with the sea turtles and and doing what is called snuba, which is where the, the tanks float on the top and you can go down about 30 feet and get really close to uh, the marine life. And then over the summer, uh, my wife is formerly from uh, former Yugoslavia. So we go back there um, pretty much almost every year. And just this summer, we ventured off to Montenegro and Herzegovina, and it's on the Adriatic coast and just really visiting with friends and family and enjoying the food over there. So Big, big travel, big, big food buffs, um, really just like to get out and experience new cultures, new experiences. And it's really just a growth opportunity for my girls as well. I bet. I bet. And I bet that, that you and your entire family are enjoying being, you know, back out in, 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 in the wild, so to speak, the ability to travel again. Uh, I know that for a couple of years, we all were in the mode of hunkering down, as you say. So nope, absolutely. Such an understatement. It's so yeah. great just to get out and about uh, with people again. Uh, you you yeah. miss that human contact. You, you forget how great it was. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Brian, I just want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us for this episode of the Digitally Irresistible podcast. I really like this topic of really looking at uh, healthcare systems and how you've been able to really improve their operations and reduce cost of delivery while also improving patient outcomes and saving lives by digitizing certain functions that uh, previously were very analog and inefficient. So thank you so much for joining us today. No, my pleasure and uh, best of luck to you. And I look forward to uh, staying in touch and hopefully a couple of my pearls of wisdom uh, will help others as they think through their unmet customer uh, challenges and unmet customer needs to really drive solutions that better enhance their customer's experience and also grow their revenue as a, as a direct result. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Digitally Irresistible podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people, delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. Brought to you by iCore. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast player so you don't miss future episodes.